Yo, so pilot episode of the podcast to be named later. <laughs> yeah, TBD. Uh, TBD. It is uh, TBD AEW. Yeah, it's Nick Tulo, aka uh, Tiptoe Tulo from Cal Podcast. Philip, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm Philip. I'm from the Stokes County Boys, the creator and and mastermind behind that. And I drug along my my good friend Patrick with that, and that's how we met. Well, through the Comedians of Wrestling podcast as well, Nick, and then uh, you're, you know, you're on our show, and then you know things evolved or devolved from there, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. And now I am a Stokes uh, County Boy f- podcast fan. Uh, I've been listening uh, ever since. Uh, what episode was has it recently? I think Stu. Oh, Stu's Ninja Turtle episode. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've listened <laughs> to episodes before, but you know you have to digest media as right. Find the time to do things. But now my boy Stu's Woods on there and I'm like, this podcast rules. And then I got, and then this, so this is the brainchild. So you guys understand, I'm giving a little behind the scenes of how this has come about. I listened to your all out episode with you, Patrick, and your, uh, what was your other friend's name? Well, we had my friend AJ, it was his uh, 40th birthday party and Zach was there too. And Zach was there too, but who stayed around at the end? AJ? That was the four of us. That was the four of us. Yeah. Oh, but I thought there was only three people on the no, pod. No. Well, AJ, you probably didn't hear much from because he was he was out uh, cold. He was getting he was getting sleepy. <laughs> yeah, that happens. I mean, long yeah. shows, long days, yeah, yeah, long yeah. day drinking. You know. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. So I've been thinking about doing something AEW for a while now. Like mm-hmm. uh, when yeah. I was streaming all the time, which I'm not. I haven't been doing, and honestly, don't know if I'm gonna go back to doing it because it's. <laughs> It's a lot uh, of for work. For those you who don't know, it's a lot of work. Uh, it's a, it takes a lot of effort. Um, you got to consistently show up. And right now with work and stuff, I don't have the time. But I mm-hmm. do have this itch, and I've had this itch for a while, uh, to do an AEW podcast. But yeah, we had the double rig where we watched Dark and Elevation, and all it was was AEW talk. So awesome. Uh, Dark and Elevation, awesome show. And I actually haven't watched Dark and Elevation recently, but like, man, it's awesome. I could tell it is. Yeah, Alley Catch yeah. versus Swole. So anyway, and then I listened to your episode and I'm listening to the way you fucking are marking out like a fucking maniac. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I've been thinking about doing this AW show, but I didn't want to do it by myself where we I would ha- always have to constantly bring on guests, which is great, which is what we plan on doing anyway. But you need like a wingman and it's funny AW reference. You need like a wingman in this situation because this shit is too good. There's too much happening. Oh, yeah. And. And you, you need somebody else who loves this shit too. So like I'm yeah. wearing my Bebe Adam Cole shirt, mm-hmm. which is funny. It's an NXT <laughs> shirt, but I love how we have crossed over into this era where this Adam Cole Bebe shirt is a great AW shirt now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was never possible before. So I'm pumped to be here. We're going to talk everything AEW. And now I know some of you might be thinking, oh, is this like a cow thing or is this Stoke County boys thing? No, this is something completely separate Separate where two worlds have collided and it has birthed this new uh, markdom of yes. for AEW. And it's necessary. Like, we're going to take over the AEW podcasting world and it's going to be the best time ever because wrestling is awesome and so is AEW. Phil. Yeah, so I, I'll, I'll just say I, it was it was pretty cool. You just like 
hit me up. You're like, Hey, I got this idea. I was like, yeah. give it to me. <laughs> and then, uh, you're like, you want to, you want to do an AEW pod and to, uh, I'll just say to, uh, paraphrase, uh, the ghostbuster Winston Zeddemore, when someone asks if you want a pod, you say yes. <laughs> So, <laughs> and all these years, it finally comes back around to make this doesn't have anything to do with podcasting at all. <laughs> and yeah, now it no. still applies to this day, though. Yeah, it was a paraphrase. But, um, yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, it's cool. It's like, but, but at the same time, like, that's why, I mean, my, my thought process that, that all out thing, you know, it was, it was just an amazing, awesome show. Mm-hmm. We went there, it was a friend's birthday. We're going mm-hmm. there. And I got in the back of my head. I was like, I, w- I want to talk about this. I want to use this for Stokes County Boys. But sometimes yeah. we've done a previous uh, AEW show mm-hmm. talking about wrestling. But that particular audience, it's like, i got a lot more to do. I can't just do one here and there. So, yeah. and, and especially with this particular, um, what is it? This particular company. Yes. This is the one I want to talk about because there's so much going on. It's much bigger. I love the indies and I love what they're doing, but it's hard to like catch everything and stay up to date with everything, especially when I don't live in a lot of the markets where there's really good indie scene, you know? Mm-hmm. So this is this is where it's at and it's just so refreshing and the, but at the same time it calls back to a previous age, you know, we both were kind of coming of age during mm-hmm. the attitude area of the the late 90s. And so yeah. it, it kind of leans it it hints at that, but it also kind of is pushing, you know, wrestling forward in a way. Um, yeah. I just love it. I, and obviously I don't like everything and I'm not like, uh-huh. I'm not the, you know, there's certain people that kind of pick a brand or whatever. It's like, no, no, no. But no. everything I see on here, I, I just get excited about what's going on. I want to see what's going to happen next. I mean, that's what professional wrestling is. You enjoy mm-hmm. what you're seeing, but you're also thinking about the future. That's one thing about wrestling. You always got to think, well, what's happening the next week? What's happening at the next show? So, yeah, I'm excited about it. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, I just, I feel like my fandom, I don't know why Rebirth keeps coming up, but <laughs> is that the right? Rebirth? It's reborn. I don't even know. It's reborn. reborn. I feel yeah. like my fan- fandom has been reborn. And I am from Long Island, New York. I've spent... Many of my days and years of my life in Queens. I am a New York Mets fan. Diehard Islanders fan. And this fucking beautiful night called Grand Slam is taking place in literally my old backyard. Yeah. It is the first thing that has happened that has got me being like, God damn, I wish I still fucking lived all along. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, and I like started freaking out where I'm like, I got to, I could fly in. I'm off Wednesday, fly in, see the show, don't sleep, fly back out, just have to take off Thursday, whatever, you know, like you're just so, doing nighters. some insane calculations about how you can make it work. And then you have to pull back and be like, what am I, what yeah. am I doing? Gotta reel myself in here. Like, I mean, but at the same time, worth it. Like, no doubt to travel and see this company now. Like they're just doing this. This is a Wednesday night. Yeah. At yeah. Arthur Ashe Stadium. A brand like beautiful fucking stadium. They're selling this place out. Most attended AEW event ever. Right. Yeah. It's in Queens. They got nothing but on the card. 
It's wrestlers stacked. from New York just yeah. stacked. You're getting Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryan. You're getting fucking Britt Baker versus Ruby what Soho. Do, why don't we get into that? Like, I mean, it's so let's that's just what, talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Let's just talk about it because it's like, oh, where to start? I mean, it's just it's it's amazing. Like the the card they're gonna have, and it's it's gonna be a lot. So I mean, this card's just like humongous. It's like both nights. Obviously, the Dynamite show has kind of. I mean, this is almost like a pay per view. It's a pay per view quality. No, like, it is. I'm. Like they're reco- here's the best part is if you have tickets to this, you're seeing two hours of dynamite and two hours of rampage. Okay. You're seeing all this in one fucking night. Okay. Look at this. It's going to be, I'm <laughs> been predicting it. I'm saying this is the greatest night in wrestling history. Like what's even happening. You have to kind of just take a second and take a step back and then look at this card. It's like an eye test. It's like, am I really seeing Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. I know. For the and it's AW just... world title in Queens at Arthur Ashe Stadium. That's actually a non title match. It doesn't what? matter. But there there um it was in that it was it's in a that non title um, match? Yeah, it was he said it in the Danielson said it in the promo. I don't even want the title. we can worry about the title at a later date. And then, you know, the the road to Grand Slam. Oh they shit. They mentioned they're not putting it up. It does it to me it doesn't matter. Because well, then uh, Danielson's probably going to win, right? Perhaps, but I think huh. I don't know. I, I I think it could go either way, but it's just like you know they're kind of pushing it as like it's the dream match, but it's a way to yeah. get around the the ranking system, you know, which they have the it's, rankings, which can be it, it it's kind of a crutch, but it it can be problematic and and it can get in the way of good storytelling, but right. I think they're going to use it and just be like, well, I want to go after you. He kind of insults his, I guess, his uh, masculinity in some way. So Kenny Omega automatically is like, I'll, I'll do the match. Because in that promo, I think it was last week, hmm. Danielson says, uh, we'll worry about the title at a later time. Yeah, but it thinking did, about it. who cares? It's still going to be great. Yeah, I mean, who cares, right? Like, that's, <laughs> isn't that the best part about it? Yeah. And guess what? Like, at least they have this ranking system. At least they acknowledge it. At least they make it make sense. At least Daniel Bryan knows that he's stepping over people. He acknowledges that. He's right. like, but yeah. this is what's happening because everybody knows this needs to happen. That's why I said when I, I said it on the Cow podcast and I said, I was like, yo, if they're just going to bring Punk and Danielson back, just have them wrestle each other. I mean, just go like, but guess what? All right. We're getting the probably the better version of that. And it's Danielson versus Omega because Danielson's on fire. He could still, yeah. he's still going. I mean, he's produced not, I mean, he was just in wrestle the main event of WrestleMania, like fucking six right. months ago. Yeah, okay. That, Let's think about that. That's really Pull hard yourself to believe. away again. Here's another yeah. layer. <laughs> Danielson was Daniel Bryan and he got stacked like a fucking short stack at IHOP. With Edge by Kenny o- by fucking Roman Reigns, and now he's just showing up on AEW. Hate to bring this up, but he got stacked like you did. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> I, I was I was hoping I laid that one up for you. That was like fucking. That was like Stockton to Malone there. Uh, by the way, if you're if somehow this is becomes a visual medium, uh, <laughs> my face is very red. Around my eyes are very white. Um, I just got a facial treatment called microneedling. Uh, it is 
I need to probably rehydrate. Uh, I shouldn't be drinking a beer probably. Uh, but uh, yeah, my face is red. I got literally needles jabbed into my face, but apparently it helps with aging and I don't know stuff. So anyway, hopefully <laughs> no one has a burnt face on <laughs> TV like my face looks because oh, it's all good. Shit, it's not that bad. I'm like, I'm so hyped for Aleister Black in AEW. Yes. Can we just move on to that guy. Yeah, yeah, I sure, mean, sure, sure. I mean, I texted you uh, last night and I was like, you got to watch this road to whatever mm-hmm. it is, road to Grand Slam. I'm glad uh, you did because it, I loved it. 25 minutes or so uh, starts off. I mean, it was the best Kenny's ever looked in AW. Uh, he's got this stupid ass blue suit on. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, uh, and he's just justifying and saying all the right things. Don Callis, 10 out of 10 manager. I don't think, is he the best manager in wrestling right now? I don't think anybody touches him, right? Like, he's just on another level. And then, and then Daniel Bryan, just like, like again, like we were just talked about, just justifying everything. But then Aleister Black comes on mm-hmm. and just completely, like, no Cody, right? Yeah. There was no, yeah, was, that was just an all Aleister Black promo. And, and footage, yeah. And, and, um, Amazing Grace. It's kicked off. <laughs> With amazing grace. And you this is where my brain goes now, Philip. All right. My brain goes to the day Bray Wyatt and Aleister Black are toe-to-toe in the middle of an AEW ring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just keep thinking like it's happening. Everything I said was gonna happen was gonna happen. I am I'm telling you right now, this is why they tiptoe too low. Okay. This is why the name exists. All right. I say these things. Uh-huh. I said a long time ago to Dan, I said, when is, I remember the episode, I was like, when is Daniel Bryan's contract up? And he looked it up and they're like, unknown. I go, mm-hmm. as soon as that thing is up, he is out of here. It's oh, not yeah. a question. And then the rumors started to swirl about his contract like a month ago. And I'm like, I bet he's gone. He's been gone. He's been doing some jabroni stuff on NXT just to pass his time. And then boom. It happens. And it's like, it's like uh, my mind is blown. So now the next best thing, the next person has to be Bray, right? Right. I don't think they're doing anything else. I think they're going to hold back a little bit more, but Bray is the guy. And when Aleister Black and Bray Wyatt stand toe-to-toe in the ring, you're going to lose your fucking mind. Right. Because, like, one thing they've done so well is, like, Malachi Black, I loved Aleister Black's theme song i loved mm-hmm. his entrance in wwe mm-hmm. and nxt and that was one of those things i was like i love this this guy is like legit and i just love his look just this dark spooky dude and it works and it totally works and i'm just like well when he shifts over he won't have that music anymore that beautiful music and if he didn't level up with his entrance now and the, that that skull mask that thing he's wearing and the way it goes black and then he's like almost teleports from the ring, the 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 entrance the ramp to the ring post to the to the ring i mean it's a beautiful thing i love it and i'm just like i sent it i have a friend a friend from graduate school he's a big metalhead he watched some wrestling back in the day but i was just mm-hmm. like I, I i was like you'd be into malachi black i know you would and I was like, just watch his entrance. That's all you got to do. Yeah. And he's just like, okay. So I mean, I'm like, he, he's going to get people in that may not have been in. And it's awesome. And then he's fighting, you know, Cody Rhodes, who's, who kind of paints himself as 
little, I don't know. I don't know. Just like the, the savior of uh, modern wrestling. And he's kind of this like ultimate exactly good guy with his is. reality shows and all this stuff. And I, That's I love exactly it. what he is. Yeah. Right. And I honestly think he is nailing the part. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we won't really try and cross over too much, but what proof is NXT rebranded for a reason. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all uh -huh. right. And that reason was because AEW just beat them fair and square. And it's, I'm not like, all right, it wasn't really like that, but that's the truth, right? So it happened. I mean, even I think Triple H like just had something crazy health wise, but like, yo, like right. I'm sure there was a lot of pressure and a lot of stress and that caused a lot of crazy things. And honestly, NXT getting rebranded, I was very skeptical of it, but now I'm like, hmm. That's interesting. I don't know what's going on over there, but people are talking about it and people are into it. People like the fresh face, the, the facelift. Like this is important for WWE to have something fresh and new because guess what? As much as I loved NXT and I was an NXT fan, I, I like I just stopped watching. Yeah, I'm the same way. Completely. And, and it's just because, I mean, I, I think just all elite wrestling is just more my style. It's what I like. Um you know, everybody has their, their tastes, their mm -hmm. preferences. This is kind of more up my alley. Hey, did you, did you happen to Jericho interviewed 2.0, you know, the tag team 2.0? I didn't listen to it. Was it amazing? It's good. It's really good because, you know, they, they like trained with Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens. Yeah. And so they kind of knew him from back in the day. But one thing they said that was really interesting was they, they, um, it was before the branding was announced. That's part of the reason why they were fired is because they were fired because they uh, they were already planning to do this, go a different style, like, because they were too small. They didn't want, like, the 205 Live kind of yeah. crew. And so they were already cleaning house before, you know, kind of we got wind of it as a public. But it was really interesting because they were just like, yeah, they're, that was in the plan, like, months ago. And oh, they, they got fired way early. And... But they're doing great. I love them. Like, I didn't know who I they were. I didn't even realize. I didn't even make that connection. Yeah. It's NXT 2.0 and they're called 2.0. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't I even, think that's just a coincidence, but like. Uh, but no, like, or maybe it's a jab. I don't know. I didn't know. They were a, called that. Actually, they were in the interview. They they were called that in the indie scene before they, before okay, they joined. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. But that's but, funny, though. But that's funny. <laughs> it's still at the same point. That's still funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Lucky. a it's a happy coincidence. But it, it's it's a good interview. You should check it out. It it was it was like it made me realize I was like, oh, they they were planning to do this for a while, um, earlier yeah, than dude, like people caught on. It's just what it's just so crazy what's going on over there. You know, like you look at the cards too, and then now you're gonna have Moxley. By the way, GCW champion. That's so <laughs> yeah, fucking cool. Yeah. Okay, Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Eddie Quing Kingston. From New York, you know the pop. Let me tell you something. There's gonna be some really loud pops tonight. Like really, really, you're gonna hear pops like you've never heard pops before. But I honestly think, and I'm look, I'm talking about pops for Daniel Bryan, pops for CM Punk. I honestly think the pop that Eddie Kingston and John Moxley will get. Unfortunately, Kingston doesn't get his own entrance. He should in this instance. Uh, and he should probably come out to DMX. He's always rocking the DMX. <laughs> if he came out to DMX tonight, I'd literally cry. But the pop yeah. Kingston and Moxley are going to get tonight is going to be insane. What what DMX song would he come out to? 
can we pause for that for a second? Oh man. <laughs> Would it be the, the Rough Rider anthem? Yeah, probably. It had to be, right? Stop drop. Yeah. Oh man. Oh dude. <laughs> but they'll come out through the crowd and they're just gonna it's gonna be amazing because gonna the be crowd's insane, gonna be dude. going nuts. I mean, that's one of the things that I, the rampage. That's one of the things, Tulo, that I love about like the presentation is when you have huh. like Moxley and Eddie Kingston, he's amazing. It's like you watch like Moxley coming through and just the way they kind of like mug for the camera <laughs> and the way they like present themselves. It's just like it's so cool. And it's like every Kingston time you knows see like a- exactly what he's doing, dude, he's oh, the yeah. most pro yeah. wrestler there oh, is. Yeah. This guy, I'm so happy for him, man. I just wish he would just like keep the gear that he wears like when he's not wrestling. Like don't wear that gear, other gear, but he's so yeah. tied to it. That's my only criticism of him. But right. I saw this guy wrestle uh, on Evolve, like on the Evolve circuit, uh, so many different indie shows. And he's oh, like always, I'm like, damn, this is a cool fucking dude, man. He's <laughs> fucking, he, he's so slick. He's, and yeah. he's fucking a tough dude. And he shows up at AW and he has just, he's like this, He's like the veteran. He's like that veteran in the locker room that you like mm-hmm. pray for on your championship team. Like yeah. they are the guy that take you to the Super Bowl and get you to the dance. Without them, you wouldn't have made it. But they may not produce like big titles and stuff, but they are there to fucking make things right. And when that dude grabs the microphone after shows are over and he's mm-hmm. talking to the crowd, every word he says he means. He's genuine. He truly thinks. He believes in AEW. He yeah. thinks AEW is the and but this is like just not him. Now that has translated across. You got guys like CM Punk, Daniel Bryan. Everybody's speaking the same language there. And honestly, even the people who got now have got had to take a step down. They're on dark and elevation wrestling matches. They're fucking pumped too because they know when they get their shot, they got to be ready to fucking come up and wrestle. Right. Look at yeah. fucking Brian Pillman Jr., okay? Talk about a guy that has worked his fucking ass off. He looks in, like he's in insane shape. And he's got mm-hmm. himself a match against MJF, who hometown heat talk about. I've never heard of, like, hometown heat is crazy. Like, that, that that's like Jordan coming to the garden kind of shit. Like, yeah. MJF, oh, yeah. that's, a, that's a bold comparison, but, like, or... <laughs> trying to think of like a player coming back to like the Yankees, like after he left, like whatever, or Johnny Damon going back to fucking Fenway, you know, after now he's with the Yankees. It's just perfect, dude. There's opportunities like, yeah. But now you look across the card and you're like, wow, the only really faces that you see are jungle boy and Luchasaurus. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that eight man tag has other than the Lucha bros has some of the originals. But yeah, everybody right. else is kind of new. Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky. Everybody else is fucking big. I mean, Hobbs versus CM Punk. I mean, like, I, I'm looking I'm all over to the that. place right now, but this is what yeah. you call no, being no, Supermark. That's Supermarking yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this show will end up being because yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to push back on much of this because like, <laughs> yeah, Powerhouse Hobbs, I really, really like him. And like, you haven't seen too much of him, but they've been building him up a little bit in the past Perfectly, couple of yeah. weeks for this match. And you're just like, I mean, you just want to see CM Punk go against like a huge, huge dude like Hobbs. And, and the fact that he's kind of, you know, he's not, I don't know, he's not the big show. So I love it, you know? 
I'm going to ask so. you the hardest question ever. Okay, go ahead. What card <laughs> do you like more? Dynamite or oh. Rampage? Now, I mean, there's no championship matches on Rampage. So immediately, well, there's actually, oh, wait, wait is it Miro wrestling somebody or no? I, that not I don't know this on this card. Yeah, I don't know. They don't have it. They don't have it on this, but yeah, he was. I mean, what, what card do you like more? I mean, you look at, you got, all right, Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, not for the title we're officially announcing. Baker versus Ruby Soho for the title. Cody versus Malachi. FTR versus Sting and Darby, okay? Yeah, that'd be uh, fun. MJF versus Brian Pillman, CM Punk interview. Or you go, Eddie Kingston Moxley versus fucking uh, Suzuki, Suzuki and fucking <laughs> Archer, okay? You got a yeah. six-man tag with the super click with Cole and the Bucks versus Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian. You got Punk versus Rampage. You got Jericho and fucking Jake versus Men of the Year. And then you got this insane eight-man tag where all of these guys are pretty much from New York. <laughs> yeah. And then to top it all off, you get a little Penelope Ford with uh, Anna J, number 99, the great one. Well, I mean, like, here's what I'll say. I think, um, and this might just be my my bias, I uh, much more prefer like one-on-one matches. Mm. And Dynamite has more of that. The th most of the card is one-on-ones. So I'm leaning more towards that card, even though I know that the 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 super click versus Luchasaurus and all and and Cage and all that, and then like that eight man tag. I mean, mm -hmm. they've got it. Penta. Well, here's the thing. Pentagon. I think Jr. I just realized something very unique. Dynamite, Rampage. They kind of are very. These cards are very on brand for those names. Right. Rampage yeah. is legit rampage. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's gonna be there's gonna like, be a lot of uh of you know the the kind of stickler for the rules, which I don't know why you are when you watch wrestling getting annoyed that the ref isn't uh none of that's you know, happening. They're not rampage. holding the tag it's rope be, and there's too many people in the ring. That's gonna yeah. happen the whole time on Friday. Yeah. Uh tonight it's gonna be fucking by the book. Like legit. I mean there'll be there'll be a whole lot of schmas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see a lot of schmas. Especially in happening. that that Omega Omega is gonna be up to something, you know. MJF, you know, MJF will be Britt Baker always up to something. She's the, the greatest heel ever. I mean I'm just gonna go there. I mean <laughs> You know what I love is and she's that, got a baby. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I love is like that promo that, that Ruby Soho and Baker had, and they're doing a back and forth. And you know, you know, Ruby Soho has that one, that big line, which everybody's mm -hmm. going to give the oh, which is you know, yeah. you're you're banging a dude in the back. Yeah. And if you watch that, I don't know if you notice, but you watch Britt Baker. Go back and watch that if you mm -hmm. haven't. Go back and watch Britt Baker after that, yeah. and she she doesn't. She kind of turns to the side, looks looks yeah. up, and is just like, yeah, that's true. And that's <laughs> yeah. when you're just like, oh, she's doing amazing work because well, she's just like, yeah, so <laughs> you know. So and I it's know, not like uh, one of those things where typically, I'll just say real quick. Typically, the per, you know the they would react like, "Oh, how dare you say that?" But she just kind of looks. It's like, yeah, whatever. It was. I got the feeling of like a damn, good, like that kind of vibe <laughs> from her too. Yeah. And here's the thing. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, culture wise, we don't want to really be promoting that like as a thing. Like, and it's coming from a woman, not to yeah. another woman. Yeah. You yeah. know. 
fucking Roman Reigns is telling John Cena that he lost Nikki Bella because he, 20 minutes yeah. of missionary, you know, whatever, you know, right, like, right, uh, right, right. maybe we're not trying to like do that. Uh, but yeah, when I take, and I agree with that kind of thing, it's like, ah, do we really need to say that? Like, that's how women's wrestling is. Like all the women sleep with all the guys in the back. No, but I right. take myself a st- step back and I say, well, it is professional wrestling and mm-hmm. it is a TV show. And that's a line that would exist in a TV show. Like you take a dig at a chick for banging the dude, like, and he's here now in the back. Like I see that as a line that two women talked about and agreed upon, mm-hmm. uh, and, or maybe Ruby just busted it out and she freestyled it. And that's why I took Brit by surprise, but they're comfortable with it. I thought the line was very well delivered. And, yeah. uh, and I thought, yes. they, and, and talk about a moment like, Ruby Soho also got her ass verbally beat down in that. Like Britt Baker really like lined her up and threw some stiff punches. Like the catering lines, the fucking rank, like all the, everything, whatever she could throw at her, she took every jab. Uh, I'm pumped for this match. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. I I think it'll be great. Um, I I really liked I really like Ruby Soho and, and like, so, and mm-hmm. obviously Baker's, you know, she's awesome. Should stay the champ. I expect her to win. I want her to win, mm-hmm. but it, it's going to be awesome. It's great. So yeah, I'm leaning more towards dynamite. What about you Tula? Um, I'm in this state of watching wrestling now where I'm just looking for the best time. Yeah. And I yeah. think you can find that in a lot of places right now. We talked about it a little bit like GCW, is always a good time. If you've never been to a GCW show, they come to your town, go. Uh, if you can travel a little bit, go. Um, GCW is one of the coolest in-person wrestling experiences around. That being said, uh, AEW is just a good time. This d- Rampage card is just absolutely insanity. Like, I I have a tough time maintaining focus during wrestling now. It's easy to get lost in your phone. You're scrolling through. Also, I haven't really been watching live as much. Yeah, I know right. Rampage will keep my attention. I don't think oh, yeah. there's going to be a second where I'm not going to want to be looking. Maybe I can take my fucking heat up my food, Chris Jericho versus Jake Hager and Men of the Year. But also, they've really built that matchup really well. Like, this top team stuff, like, what does this mean? What's oh, yeah. going on? I want the I want an answer to it, but like, are these guys going to show up? Are we going to get MMA fighters like in vile? I mean, we have seen a cage match between two wrestlers shoot MMA fight. Uh, <laughs> if if Bloodsport comes in and becomes a part of like AEW on like some shows and stuff, like or gets involved in some kind of way, insanity. That's yeah, just a it, whole nother this level. Guy, the thing that makes me laugh is it's Dan Lambert. I hate this yeah. guy so bad, but I'm supposed to. So I'm like, yeah. is he good? Or you know. And then the other thing, I just love American Top Team or whatever this team is yeah. called. It's like that is the most like just first draft, first thought, just terrible name, but it works because yeah. he's just like this lame boomer with his like, like polo so tucked in. <laughs> yeah, so mad. Like we're so mad about ranting. Bro? He's your. What are you mad about? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I don't get. I wonder if, I wonder why if you're he's so like mad. A, I wonder if he's like. Um, like the like low key their um the kind of commentary on like Jim Cornette that type of wrestling fan that's like running their mouth about but like my brother did it the other day I was talking to my brother about the we were talking about uh uh all out 
And yeah. he said something about hating on like Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. And I'm like, you know what you did? It's like, you, you listen to Jim Cornette. It's like, that's yeah, your problem. Yeah. And he and he he kind of pulled back was just like, oh, yeah, I do. I'm like, I'm having fun. I think they lean into it more when he runs his mouth. Oh, they, I know? am so <laughs> excited to see like what the elite are going to do next. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Give it to me. And then you get to get the inside stuff on BTE when they got the cameras behind the scenes. And you see the other shit, too. I'm just, I just, I haven't, honestly, haven't been this happy about wrestling. And that's why I wanted to do this is because it needs to be talked about. Everybody should be feeling this way. If you're not and you just don't like it, that's cool. Yeah. But hopefully, and I'm going to, I'm going to pay something forward that someone did to me once. And she'll probably listen to this. Oh, I hope it's here. Oh, where is it? Oh, here it is. So I don't have the actual note, but. A long time ago, and she's traveling to New York uh, right now. Emily James Scott, oh, uh, nice. the Merch Maven. Yeah. Some of you might know if you're a cow fan or in the Discord, uh, patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. Uh, one of the best wrestling community like things around is that Discord. Uh, for two bucks, you can get it. Um, so, yeah, yeah definitely. join. Uh, maybe one day we'll have our own Discord, whatever the show ends up being. <laughs> uh, so... She gets me that pin, and while she's in Chicago, probably for like All Out or something, I think, or like the original All Out. Wait, you didn't say what kind of pin it was. You just showed it to me. Oh, it was a um, Inner Circle, right? I forgot. I'm sorry, I forgot. We're (laughs) that's all good. It's an Inner Circle circle, uh, pin, the original like logo. I guess they still have the same one. And she writes in the note like, "Hey, I'm getting you this pin." Like she mailed it to me, and everything. She's like, "I'm getting you this pin." With the hopes that one day you'll come around on like AW and you'll become a fan and then you'll have this. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Back yeah. And because <laughs> in the original, I was, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't that I was hating on AW. I just didn't believe the hype was really real at that time because it seemed like, it just didn't seem that all that great. Like I got work probably, yes. Uh, but at the time, it wasn't what everybody was making it to be. And then shit start like, it. okay, I start, kept watching though. Never missed an episode. Just watch, watch, watch. And I'm like, all right. And then when Dark came around and then you got to see more talent and then someone, this person signed and that person signed. And then they started to, all of a sudden started to figure out these storylines. It became like this amazing thing, you know? Yeah. And oh, yeah. I was like, I'm all on board. Like sometimes it's guy, you don't have to like everything because it's in the genre of something you like. It's like saying, oh, like, uh, Fucking Ninja Turtles are your favorite thing, but that doesn't mean you I have to like X-Men, you know? Right. <laughs> it's like Or it's like, so, you know, you don't like every single rock and roll band when you're a rock yeah, yeah, you yeah. like rock and roll. It's like Exactly. And what this company has done is made made me enjoy wrestling to a point where and I don't want to hate on AEW anymore uh, WWE anymore. I, I have no desire to. No, I just I'm no. not watching as much. Uh do I think they have cool shit going on? Yeah. But to take up time of my day when I find time to watch, I'll just turn it on, but it's really not grabbing my attention. Yeah. Especially the way NXT used to grab it. Uh, SmackDown, there's good things happening, but like, I don't until it's consistent and it, they make it make sense. Also, they got this draft coming up. So like things are about to go, go crazy again over there. So I'm just like, you know what? I was like, you know what? AW is just there. It's always there. It's like a fr- someone you can lean on. It's not yeah. going anywhere. And now it's just like, fuck. I mean, I'm really fucking excited to watch Dino Night tonight. Like, I am for free on my couch. I'm going to crack <laughs> open some beers. I'm going to 
probably make another sandwich, uh, and I'm going to have the best time ever. I'm going to smoke, obviously smoke a bong, uh, but I'm going to have the best time ever. And it's, it's going to be something I'm going to like, that's why I keep hyping it up. It's like, this is going to be like the greatest week of wrestling that we've had that you get four fucking complete hours of this. You see the cream of the crop, the best wrestlers in the world. And it's only going to just keep raising things around WWE. I mean, Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns versus Biggie as your main event on Monday Night Raw. People are talking about Raw into it. People are getting back into NXT too with the rebrand. People are into that. <laughs> People are talking about wrestling. It's AW has lifted WWE, like almost like kind of like shook it a little bit, you know? That Raw was in Raleigh. So, you oh, know, shit. it's like 20 minutes for me, right? 30 minute drive. And Patrick texted me Monday night. He was like, I think we should have gone to Raw. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> of course, I wasn't even paying attention. I was like doing something else. I was like, wait, what's going on? And then you hear about it. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, well. But, but that's the thing. three hours. It's a long yeah, time it to sit there it in is. a crowd. And if it's all not all that entertaining, it doesn't really help the vibe of the rest of it. You know, like when you go to AW, you get the mat, you get the show. And then after it, you get dark. Like, and that's cool because then now you get to see fresh talent and like Tony Khan comes out, stay around. We got fucking the Lucha Bros. And like, you're like, all right, dope. Like, and then Fuego del Sol comes out and he gets the loudest pop of the night. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just fun, man. It's, it's, they, have you been to an AW show? Not yet. I have not. Oh they came God. to Charlotte recently and, and it's hard, like going to Charlotte's like a two and a half hour drive. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's hard to like do that on a weeknight. Right. You know, with everything. And so like it's I haven't I haven't done life. it. If they if they're coming to Raleigh, like I said, if they come to Raleigh, which I think eventually they will, I'm there. There's no way I'm not there. Uh, well, here's a little life hack for you. Yeah. Uh revolve maybe a family trip <laughs> yeah. around a location Dad, that Dad you can go. <laughs> yeah. Dad sneaks out to go to fucking dynamite on a Wednesday, but then Thursday we're at the fucking zoo. That's you know? right. I mean <laughs> Yeah. Zoo and ice cream. <laughs> but I'm really tired by the back of my head. I'm like, oh, man, I got to see Sting again. You know? <laughs> well, you, you kind of touched on it, and I want to do this. I want to do a little segment. I, I'm going to pitch a yes, name. If I you don't this. like it, we'll throw it away, and you'll get Let's to see that. I want to talk about a little the light in the dark. So I want to talk about these dark shows. And you don't always okay. see them because they're on YouTube. It's too much wrestling. But I love that. just the matches. That the was matches. really well done. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what that does? Now I'm going to watch Dark and Elevation all the time. So let's go. Well, I'm we back. don't. Yeah. And so it's a lot to watch. And honestly, like there's some, you know, I'm hitting that 10 second, Fast 15 forward. second ahead. Yeah. But there's there's a few matches. Go out of your way to see these. These are great that Love from that. this week. The first one I want to mention, probably one of the best matches I saw this week or maybe even this month. Sonny Kiss versus Joey Janela. Did you oh, see this? Shit. No, I haven't seen it. Okay. I like I saw uh how it, I saw like Sonny like yeah. posted uh a clip and I was like can't wait to watch this match. I don't want to overstate it and I'm not one to be hyperbolic. No, no, but sometimes no. Mark I am, out, bro. But it is like a pay-per-view quality match. It's Love like that. maybe and like a a you know third, fourth, fifth match in a a solid pay-per-view. It sh it could have been on one of those. I, it should have been on one of these two shows. Yes. Not going to lie. I, it was. Uh, it would have yeah, been nice I, to cut one of these tag matches on Rampage. Actually, totally, you really totally. can't. <laughs> uh, maybe postpone the, uh, hey, the top team stuff till the following. Cut day. the CM Punk. I'm about to wrestle. Yeah, cut that CM Punk. In yeah. two days. Okay. Just show, them up, show up on Friday. 
But it was a great match. I got to say, like, Sunny Kiss killed it. It was like a, a blood feud from a former tag team. Oh, yeah. So I had that heat. Janela gets busted open. I don't know how, like, hard way or not, but yeah. that adds to it. And then, like, Kayla Rossi. I didn't know who that was before, Beast. and she just looks awesome. And it's just like yeah. she adds to the match too. And you're just Are we like, gonna get a Kayla Rossi versus Sunny Kiss match. I, w- I, w- I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't mind it. So if it's gonna happen, AW. But here's the beauty of what you're saying too is because this that storyline, yeah, was sprinkled maybe into a dynamite. Maybe like they did the original tag team promos, which were fun and the top down things. So and then it was like. Hey guys, we're not giving up on this storyline. We right. actually wanted to evolve. How about you fucking t- you know tell it over dark and elevation? But I will say, I will say, I don't think the way they ended it. I'm not going to spoil anything because I want yeah. people to watch it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, it looks like it could. It it's not over. So it's not a it's not a complete like blow off match. It's not over. The Dark Order they like fought each yes. other. That yes. was a really great storytelling match. Did you see that one by chance? No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't watched any of Dark or Elevation yet. But I'm now that I'm hearing the matches that you're gonna no, suggest, just watch those. Yeah, watch those matches. Yeah. Go back and watch those. So if if you don't see him, like I'm telling you, I'm telling the audience, check these out. Colt Cabana, he he's really underrated as a storyteller. Yeah. Like the storytelling, this is not. It's you know, it's not like a hard hitting, hardcore match, technical masterpiece. <laughs> but storytelling yeah. wise, it was awesome because it's a ta- you know these two teams. Two tag teams, but they're part of the same group fighting each other. Mm-hmm. One was very reluctant. Colt Cabana was tagged with uh, Evil Uno. Uno, mm-hmm. you know, who's pissed off at these guys, wants to yeah. like beat them up and, sh- and show them who's boss. Colt Cabana wouldn't do strike moves at the beginning. He's only doing wrestling, like mat wrestling, because he doesn't want to hit his buddies, you know, and stuff like so that. So is I'm that just like, like, is that something that you notice or is that something that, that, have, uh, that they're talking I noticed about? it, but they were also mentioning in the, in okay, the cool. commentary, gotcha. uh, Eddie gotcha. Kingston's on commentary during this and he does a great job. Of course, also Paul White's on it and he's a little annoying, but you can get past it because Tony yeah. Schiavone and, 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 uh, Eddie Kingston make up for it, but yeah, check those out. Definitely. I would say okay. on, on, uh, dark, that was dark elevation. I get, I get them mixed up. But Dark mm-hmm. is cool because they're in the studio now. Oh, and that's so, right. And uh, there were there were a lot of debuts, including like Allie Catch had a match with uh, Big Swole. So it was cool yeah, to see I her. Meant, I was going to mention that. Yeah, Allie Catch, uh, talk about GCW being something you need to go see. If you go see GCW, you will see Allie Catch. Uh, shout out to fucking the Second Gear crew. Yeah. <laughs> Real, uh, my boy Real Homie Juice, AJ Gray. Uh, fucking man's dude, dude, GCW is so much fun, but Allie yeah. catch, uh, has been busting her ass, man. Uh, it is really cool to see how she has like, get a little spiritual here for a second, but she's legit manifested this. Uh, like I, I follow her. If you don't follow her on Instagram or Twitter, you should, she's an incredible follow on both. Uh, she literally just like, Said, fuck it, I'm going all in. She, mm-hmm. Her character is amazing. She is a technical fucking assassin of a wrestler. She yeah. is so dirty. She's insane. She just chased fucking Paul Shear around the fucking <laughs> ring with a with a switchblade. Okay, yeah, there you go. She's her character is insane. She's also part of Bussy with fucking uh, Effie, <laughs> with Effie, uh, who. If you don't know who Effie is, please also fucking 
follow Effie as well. Probably the greatest professional wrestler out there right now. Yeah, um, he's awesome. I got some insane Effie merch recently. But you can see Alec Catch <laughs> here. And now that's happening because they have this, they have this, they kind of almost went through the NXT route, right? Taking over Uni- Universal Orlando, right? Right. Um, and they have this home for it now. And they're going to regret. And all these indie wrestlers are going to come in. They're going to get paid. They're going to get an opportunity to be on Dark. This is a show that you, hey, listen, this Dark Order stuff and this Joey Janela and Sunny Kiss stuff got the bump from Dynamite and Rampage shows probably. And, but they're getting, I just looked it up, 310,000 views on YouTube, like for their show. So, like, people are watching, people are tuning in. So, tell your stories. Yeah. Fucking do, like, this is a company that just has a formula. They're going to, and they keep enhancing it and keep making it better. And it's paying off big time. And I'm telling you right now, when the new year comes around, 2022, when they start to get like fresh faces in there and mm-hmm. these this young and up and coming talent starts to challenge the old vets and push them to get out. And guys like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, so. Yeah, and and I will say that you know that that match it was just cool to see her. The other one I'd say this this show Dark was not as good I don't think as Dark Elevation. It's a lot longer too. It, 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 sometimes it's too much. I really like Elevation, but the uh, FTR versus uh, Anthony Green and Stallion Rogers that was a great match. It's just a like yeah, good I put match. that on your radar, right? Yeah, you did, and so I was making yeah. sure I you know didn't skip through it, and it wasn't a squash, and it, nope. it was like a solid match. It was great. Yeah. So got to check that one out. Yeah, those guys. Uh, so and what you didn't know was Anthony Green and Stallion. Was he going by Stallion Rogers? Um, yeah, that's what they Kurt did. Stallion and Anthony Green. Uh, and then before that, uh, shit, I'm, I'm <laughs> blanking <laughs> many, on their names in the indie yeah. circuit. Uh, but those guys were on Evolve. And I saw AJ Green, uh, AJ Green, Anthony Green have a like a spot in Evolve where he grabbed like a balloon. And at that moment, I was like, that guy is going to be a star. Like what an incredible spot springboard, like fucking grabs the balloon that's hanging from the ceiling thing. He gets, they both go to NXT and they were just one part of the, the, the cuts recently. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And now like they got to fucking get back on their horse. No pun intended for stallion Rogers, but get back on the horse and get no, themselves be, in a yep. match with FTR. <laughs> like dark, like, Come on. It was a it was a great like competitive. Can't wait to watch. I it. mean, luckily, FTR gave him, you know, gave him something to do. And so it was really cool. Um. So, yeah. Anything else? I mean, I, I'm just pumped for these two shows. We're going to not sure when this is going to come out. So you probably we have already watched all the things. And so this is kind of like a preview of how we're feeling. So I wonder how spot on we are with some of our predictions and shit. You know, I kind of uh, like these. I like prediction shows. I, I Not only beforehand, but also like listening to them afterwards. I don't know yeah. how other people feel about them because it's funny to hear like what people are thinking even mm-hmm. with the knowledge, you know, like the, the uh, dramatic irony of, of knowing probably what's actually going to happen. We're such idiots. Probably should just pick things. <laughs> <laughs> should we do a rapid fire so we could go back and reference it? Okay, rapid fire. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kenny, or, Kenny or Danielson? Guns uh, to the head. You got to just Kenny. go. I also think Kenny, Brit or Soho. Brit. I'd say Brit. Uh, Malachi or Cody. I say Malachi. Yeah, same. FTR or Sting and Darby. Starby, I'm gonna call. I, I think. I think. Yeah, the good guys. I think Sting and Darby. One. I'm actually gonna go FTR here. You think so? Okay. So that's our that's our one difference so far. Okay. Uh, MJF or Pillman Jr. MJF's got to win that one. I think MJF too. Yeah. 
Okay, we got uh, over to Rampage. Uh, Archer and Suzuki or Kingston and Moxley? Hometown Boy is going to win that one. Yeah, yeah Hometown Boy, right? Uh, Super Click versus Jungle Boy oh. Christian. I say Super Click. Yeah, by shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, we got Powerhouse Hobbs versus Punk. Punk, right? Punk Obviously. is going to win. I, I'd love to see Hobbs like beat Punk, but I don't think he's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Men of the Year versus Inner Circle. Ooh, this one's kind of hard. Uh, I don't even know. Flip yeah, a coin. I think uh, <laughs> which one are you going to take? I'll take the. Well, they haven't seen. <laughs> I I think the I'll say men of the year because they they haven't even actually I feel been. Like they can't really, lose. Yeah, like well. he's their he's their guy. So if they lose, then what is he? Then this whole yeah. thing was a waste, right? right. So I feel like exactly. men of the year. So they were, I think we're both doing men of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Lucha Brothers, Santana Ortiz versus Private Party right. and Butcher That's, and the Blade. Uh, the good guys, the Lucha Bros, and yeah, and, I say Lucha Bros and Santana Ortiz, right? And then that will start the feud for the titles, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And All then right. uh, Penelope Anna Ford J. and number 99, the great one, Anna J. I say Anna I say J. Anna J. Yeah. Or, or there may All be right. some kind of mess up and there's a non-finish okay. and they continue. We'll go back and listen to this. Yeah. You See. a gambling man? Do you like to gamble? <laughs> uh, very low stakes, but yeah. Okay. How about loser buys a, like a grab bag uh, merch from PWT for the other guy? Sure. We'll do like, that. I think it's like 15. We can't do that every week, but we'll do that. No, from no, time no, to no, time. no, just the big, the big show. Yeah, 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 I got first, you. I got you. Uh, inaugural bet. Yeah. First time ever. Got to do it. Okay. All right, six. Sounds so good. yeah, I'm not sure when you guys are going to hear this, but uh, feedback would be awesome. You can just, we're going to kind of, this is our pilot. So whatever you have, honest opinions, uh, things you would like to see, things that if you were into it, uh, just let us know. Yeah. Uh, you can hit up on Twitter, on, on social media. At Tiptoe Tulo on Instagram and uh, Twitter and Facebook, whatever message, uh, post stuff. I don't really care. Uh, and Phil, if you want to plug Stokes County yeah, Boys. Yeah, yeah. Stokes County Boys podcast. You want to hear me run my mouth about other things besides wrestling and sometimes wrestling or how I'll <laughs> connect these other things to wrestling. Uh, yeah. And uh, at SC Boys Pod on Twitter, at Stokes County Boys on Instagram. We're having fun over there. Yeah, hell yeah. And also Cow Podcast, uh, yeah, at Cow Podcast, Comedians Wrestling Podcast. You can find me on there on the Patreon. We have a pretty fun Patreon announcement coming out for a new show. Oh, uh, nice. So that's another thing that's uh, on the horizon. But yeah, I'm pumped. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, love it. Great time. Uh, I, I'm probably going to be texting you throughout the entire fucking dynamite <laughs> now. now. Okay, I will bro? note that I may not be watching live, but... Uh, okay. That, that's one thing we got with text like, me when you're live all right i'll let you know because uh well, i got one more yeah. episode of the netflix show squid game that i'm watching with my okay. wife which is an awesome Love show yeah uh, so we got to watch that tonight and then after that i'm um i'm wrestling <laughs> what i like to say uh to uh get people pumped up about things is let's fucking go fire me up okay uh-huh. <laughs> Phil, awesome time, man. Yeah. Hey, gotta say, Tulo, great idea. I love your ideas. Yeah, this is this is it. This is it. We're gonna we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna keep workshopping it. Give us Amen. your feedback. Yeah. Big smooches Ooh. to everybody. We love you. Shout out to the Stokes County Boy Podcast and the Patron St. Andrew.